1: what's up and welcome back to another kind of funny games cast of course i'm tim gettys and i'm joined by the new face of video games blessing Adeyoye jr what's up tim not much bless not much very excited to talk about playstation with you today alongside the big daddy greg miller
0: hello tim i'm very excited to talk about playstation alongside you good good
1: are you excited andy cortez
2: i am excited
0: good excited
2: good. <laughs> Good the excitement levels are are where they need to be.
1: Of course, this is the Kind of Funny Games cast where each and every week we get together to talk about the latest in video games, everything that we love about them, everything you need to know about them. You can get it on youtube.com slash kind of funny games or roosterteeth.com you could also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for kind of funny games cast and we'll be right there for you if you want to get the show ad free though you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like our patreon producers fargo brady Delaney twinning holy crumpets james hastings and casey andrew have done they're also going to get the exclusive episode the exclusive post show which is blessed what
3: today uh it's going to be kind of feudy.
1: Kind of you to bring River it track. back so that's going to wow. be really exciting but that is later of course if you don't have bucks to toss our way that's totally cool you can use our epic creator code kind of funny on all epic store and epic in-game purchases like rocket league fortnite etc etc to help support kind of funny at no extra cost to you um we are brought to you by shopify and me but i'll tell you about that later let's get right into it we just watched the new state of play for september 2022 announced yesterday last minute thing They said there's going to be 10 games there there were 10 games there we got a controller announcement greg miller what did you think
0: well we're finished right now so we're done right so i am clearly all jacked up on adrenaline off of an amazing god of war ragnarok trailer like i think uh we're all in the same boat leading into this day to play and just in our general day-to-day lives that we don't need to see more ragnarok we are excited for ragnarok i'm fine with not seeing more that trailer started is like all right more ra- well first off they debuted a controller and I thought maybe that was the one more thing and I was like oh shit this is gonna go badly for them but then they came out and they delivered an amazing trailer like that was fucking awesome like visually incredible the story seems great as always getting Toby from the West Wing in there like yeah let's go I'm super excited um you know and this is coming from somebody right now playing 20 20- replaying 2018 of course we're doing PS I love you's re-review next week so get ready for that um it looked incredible, and it was awesome, and I just want to talk about that a million times. To take take one step back in terms of the game that came before it, I thought Rise of the Ronin from Team Ninja looked super interesting. Action RPG looks rad from that. But then to go further back from that, it was a little bit meh, of a state of play happening there. I felt like for a while where I was like, "All right, like I'm not feeling this." And again, whatever you want your games are good for you. Okay, okay, okay. Like La- like a dragon, uh, Ishin is I'm gonna pronounce it. Probably pronouncing it wrong. That has my attention. Uh, but to end on god of war ragnarok i'm just in the afterglow right now tim what about uh, how are you feeling about it tim i'm gonna i'm gonna write to you tim
1: thank you i i appreciate that greg nice to switch it up there i thought that this was a decent state of play i think that when you have a heavy hitter like a breath of the wild or a god of war getting more of it is always a good thing nintendo's direct this morning like kind of uh i would say disappointment overall definitely not one of their stronger ones but we got info we've been looking for we got a secure date we have a title a lot of cool things to theorize about here i think it's a similar thing we didn't get any new information because we already had the date for god of war but i was excited by that trailer i was saying that i didn't need to see anything more but this was a trailer that was so good that i'm like damn my hype levels are now higher for this game so i think that they kind of achieved what they set out for when it comes to these commercials that they're making right they sold me on something i was already sold on but like i think that that's kind of a unique power of these like ridiculously um like hyped games like a god of war that are kind of like the console defining game that breath of wild also was right uh but in addition to that I don't want to take away from Tekken 8. I think that an uh, announcement like that I think is a, a huge deal and it being at one of these state of plays like that's that's not just oh another game it's like no that's one of the biggest franchises out there right like at least in terms of name recognition and all of that and Legacy so I think it's a big deal for them to start with this I don't think that there was too much wasted time either I think pacing wise they kind of got through things fairly quickly a couple updates on on games that a lot of people are excited about with things like uh, Hogwarts Legacy in there. Um, the PlayStation Stars stuff was a little bit weird, but I got to say, I am a fan of PlayStation using its state of play to get into the nitty or gritty ecosystem stuff of PlayStation. They don't often do that. I don't think sure. this was the best showing of it. I don't think PlayStation Stars is that great, but I would rather I'll see them I'll stop you right there. You
0: don't thing. want a digital collectible? You don't want a digital collectible? Not an NFT. Everybody calm down. All right, calm down over there, Wilson. I see you getting your pitchforks. You don't want that ape escape right there from Venice? Go back. Go back. Tim, you're
2: Go Mr. Back. You're Mister Super Smash Bros. spirits, okay? Exactly. This is You're going to stop. Pause it right kinda. there. You're going to
0: look at this guy right now. You're going to look at this, this Ape Escape monkey. You're going to tell me you don't want this to commemorate when you went to Venice that one Pop- time obviously with Greg. You're right, you're right. I really want him. I want him. Thank you. Put that Where shit will up on your lid? digital show. Where will you keep these? Where will you see them? Don't ask those questions. You're going to get, a get menu them. Somewhere. All right? exactly well I mean, if you're lucky maybe it'll just be something I think it was a bold email. choice for yeah. them to
4: uh say that like you know this isn't an nft but the first image we see of one is you know an ape Shit. Mm. damn wow in a disguise
2: Cars. these are yeah. nfts
1: in disguise Andy Cortez what do you think
2: I thought it was pretty great I give this a four out of five I don't know if we were rating it or not but I give this a four out of five I think it obviously ended insanely strong with God of War I am not of the opinion yet of like, I don't need to see any more Ragnarok. And I think that's mostly because I missed the last one or two times that Ragnarok has been shown uh, in those more like sort of press release sort of things where they release a lot more footage and moments from the game. I like the Game Informer stuff. I didn't really catch any of that, um, but this looked absolutely phenomenal. They showed off a lot of different areas, a lot of different characters, new enemies, uh, mechanics, they kind of like gave us the perfect combination platter like i'm talking fried shrimp popcorn shrimp some fucking curly fries like they gave us the whole thing you want for red lobster and i thought it was a really damn good showing i thought that um what's it called something blade what looked really badass formerly project eve stellar. F- stellar stellar blade it. i thought that looked really really dope um you could tell that's like a kind of exclusive to this generation sort of game i think the the visuals and everything they're going for there look like they're kind of locked to this gen. I'm not sure if they... uh, I don't recall them mentioning that or not, but I think it looks absolutely phenomenal. Um, Yeah, to go to agree with Greg, I thought Rise of the Ronin looked really dope as well. Um, And uh, to agree with Tim, I think Tekken 8 is something that, even though we're not necessarily fighting fans, this is like a massive fucking deal. Um, I think that this may have been the weakest time that we've seen Hogwarts Legacy. I thought it's looked way cooler in in past uh, presentations um yeah i think this is a pretty damn good show and it was short it was to the point um they got in and out and yeah again ending with that phenomenal showing of god of war just kind of leaves you thinking of the most recent thing they showed you and i feel really stoked and pumped right now bless what do you think
3: yeah i tend to agree i think this this is really good uh, i think god of War ragnarok is one that i'm with tim where i didn't need to see more but what they showed blew me away. Like of the of the last few weeks, with every showing they've had of God of War in the in the game informer coverage, I've been like, ah, I feel like they're holding back the goods. I feel like they're not you know showing us the good stuff. And this is like this trailer was a trailer that reminded me that trailers can be this dope. I forget that I can get that hype off of a trailer. And seeing the, seeing the stuff that they're showing in here, I thought was really, really cool. Uh Tekken 8 is another one well, that I last. thought. Let, let oh, me stop you there.
1: Just staying on God of War there, just in, in the spirit of this conversation. We were talking in, on, uh, I think, Games Daily. And you were saying that you're you're playing through God of War uh, 2018, but you're kind of not feeling like you want to be playing it. Oh, yeah. Just watching this trailer make you feel like, um, like I now I want to play it.
3: Not really, but I, I, I think that's also because I'm coming off of replaying Last of Us as well, where I'm like replaying these big games back to back. I will say, though, that watching this trailer has sold me on, oh, this is going to be a step forward, because that is that has been 100%. my whole thing with God of War Ragnarok, where I'm like, okay, it's going to be more God of War, that's going to be great, but I'm going to be playing more of the same game. Uh, the different environments, different creatures, different things going on in the cutscenes, all the stuff they showed in this trailer feels like... A step up from god of war 2018 in ways that i didn't know you could have steps up from god of war 2018 if you feel feel what i'm saying playing
0: yeah playing god of war 2018 right now on my playstation 5 and then jump like literally you know wrapped it up to come do uh this uh you look at this and like just in general, the little enhancements and changes you see there, and the performance and everything else, like I can't wait to play that game, and I can see from just even that. And granted, most of it's cinematic; it still looks way better than what I'm playing right now. What I'm doing, yeah,
3: one hundred percent. It's almost uh, like the things back to that you.
4: are building up in the the sequel can build up to be something that's not just iterative, like I've been saying. Blessing, yeah.
3: Well, I mean, I'm not, I've not been disagreeing with you there, Barry. I've, bo- I've when I in our back and forth, I've more, I've more so been talking about gameplay, but in terms of like presentation and all in all in all the stuff right like i think story wise i believed in the game but in terms of like i guess visuals and all that stuff that's where i've been wanting to see more and they've fin- they've finally shown us more um but for me i also want to shout out stellar blade that's another one that i think looks really cool uh and feels like it's taking a lot from near uh in ways that i like both in terms of gameplay and in terms of visuals but then also the soundtrack sounds like a Keiichi okabe soundtrack which i like uh and also like in terms of some of the visuals andy shout out how this looks like it's gonna be like a new gen game it also it, for me it reminds me a little bit of it, when you look at some of the character models close up it reminds me of like from software stuff in a good way because i know that can go both ways but like it reminds me of seeing like elden ring or new demon souls footage of like the way that the the you know models look in the hair and the way they, they move and stuff reminds me of that so i think that that's pretty dope as well. and then also yeah tekken 8 uh, is a dope announcement can't wait for that
1: yeah, talk more about Tekken, Blast. Like, what do you think that this this being, it's at PS5, which doesn't necessarily mean it's not an Xbox. They don't always put both consoles in, a, in PlayStation no, State it, of Play trailers. But, like, yeah, they didn't say they never do that, yeah. exclusive. But, I mean, it's not last gen, right? And for a fighting game, that's kind of an interesting move where it's like you'd want as big of a community as possible. But what are your takes on Tekken 8?
3: Yeah, I think in terms of PlayStation, uh, it being, it showing up at the state of play isn't surprising because PlayStation's been going real hard with fighting games, right? Like they bought Evo, they they produced Evo, they had Street Fighter 6 at their thing. I think PlayStation is kind of seeing the fighting game um, sphere as like an opportunity to, hey, let's lean into this and let's really own uh this community which makes sense and also like if you look at the the playstation twitch streams every now and then they're always streaming some fighting game uh so that that makes sense there uh it being it being new gen i think also makes sense because you look at you look at a lot of fighting game franchises and the entries are often divvied up by console And so, like, Tekken has a mainline Tekken game on PS3. There's one mainline Tekken game on PS4. Now this is going to be the mainline Tekken game on PS5. And then when there is multiple ones, usually it's Tekken and then Tekken Tag. And so Tekken Tag Tournament Two was the uh, the one that co-opted with the the Tekken that was on PS3, whereas PS4 only saw one Tekken game. And so Tekken Eight coming this early in the console cycle, I think bodes well because I I could imagine that if they're going to do a second follow up one, it it would either be Tekken Tag Three later in the generation, or maybe we finally get uh, Tekken versus Street Fighter. If like if all my dreams can come true, we can get a Tek- Tekken versus Street Fighter. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think the the gameplay stuff looked dope. Obviously, like I think what we saw was more cinematic than gameplay uh and so with that it's kind of hard to judge but it looks like more of what we've expected it to be um you know the the teaser at uh evo kind of invoked some classic like oh yeah the kazuya the, the the kazama family is up to like their family bullshit again right there's family beef <laughs> once again in the kazama family so it's gonna be more of what you expect but for me i saw this like a hype you know it's, it's been a while right tekken 7 came out in 2017 and so by the time this comes around it would have at least been five or so years so i think it makes sense that we get a tekken around this time
0: great just to add some color and clarification there. remember playstation made a point to call out that stellar blade and rise of ronin were playstation 5 console exclusives uh tekken did tweet that this is coming to playstation 5 xbox and steam
3: hell yeah
1: what do you Free think Tekken and uh, <laughs> Street Fighter Six both happening like mainline games from the two biggest fighting franchises both happening? You got to imagine within months of each other.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be really interesting to see because I think between the two, Street Fighter is probably going to be the one that gets more hype because, you know, Street Fighter has that sword name recognition. But it's going to be fascinating to see how that then leads into Evo next year because Evo, I think, is going to be where a lot of that shit pops off in terms of, okay, this is where we're actually seeing a lot of the hype for these games. So if you have, if you have Tekken 8 and Street Fighter 6 hitting... Let's say in the spring, that then leading into Evo, that's gonna be a sick ass Evo. And that's gonna be real good, again, for PlayStation being able to build up this narrative of, oh, we're the fighting game platform, where the guys are coming to to get this kind of experience. And also, we're leaning into esports, and leaning into, the, in, into this kind of thing, right? I think owning that is gonna be good for them. And then, I like. I wouldn't be surprised if these are the two fighting games that define next year, and then maybe by 2024, that's where we see Project L from Riot, and then maybe, maybe another realm thing, because that feels like it's mm. overdue at this point, but like, if you get a Mortal Kombat next year as well, oh, like, that's gonna be oh. fucking, that's gonna be fucking sick, but at this point, I'm like, yo, hold Mortal Kombat for 2024, because I think we're good for 2023. Craig. I got too many fighting games. Uh, Andy fighting Cortez games.
0: Of, from Twitch.tv slash Andy Cortez, what's up?
2: Where are you at with the VR 2 offerings today? I know uh, you're probably our biggest VR fan, but I don't know if these are necessarily in your wheelhouse.
0: Um, yeah, I was underwhelmed by this. You know, I think it's cool to have a Star Wars experience there. I had not heard of Tales from Galaxy's Edge before. A quick Google search showed that it had come to Quest already, and it's like a collection mm. of stuff. I can get you the whole Throw. my wikipedia my wikipedia back open came they- out november 19th 2000 uh galaxy edge a virtual reality game originally released on oculus the game is virtual reality experience inspired by star wars galaxy edge of course um players will crash land on batu after encountering the garbian death gang led by intimidating tara russian in between blaster fire players can talk to a bartender and find themselves in the middle of his stories that span different eras of the star wars timeline that sounds cool like i missed it uh, I don't know anything about it, so I don't mind jumping into it. But you know, I'm not you know the biggest Star Wars fan, and I don't yeah. think it looks visually that great right there from what they're showing. Not that I expect it to look like a PlayStation Five game necessarily, but I also don't expect it just to look like a whatever game. Um, and so that's not that exciting. And then this demo, demo they showed this D and D PlayStation uh, VR two card game tabletop thing, really not my jam and not something that interests me at all. So. Again, if these are your things, I'm not yucking your yums. I just didn't think it was a, holy shit, you need PlayStation VR 2. Yeah. Right? Like you stack these up against Call of the Mountain uh, and you're like, well, that looks like an amazing game that you're going to be inside of. I'd like to know more of that. Even I you know, I made a comment at the beginning of the show that uh, I was like, oh, I'd kind of be let down if it was The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2. And then I was like, you know what? I don't know if the world's seen what I saw from that demo. I wish they would have shown that. I think that would have also been more impressive for PlayStation VR 2. And it's not so much that the spotlight needs to be taken away from either of these games. I just think you could have done. a... We're doing eleven games, and you put one of those in there. Maybe uh, you know Saints and Sinners, even though I know they have shown that before. They, I know they've shown Call of the Wild before. But remember, there's this whole. There's going to be twenty games, or if, I think mean, more than twenty games at launch for PlayStation VR two. So obviously, we have to talk about them. And I feel both of these weren't the ones of like, holy shit, click the pre order button now. Do you? Do you in fact, you know, in one second. I, I, mm-hmm. time, you got a great question, I'm sure, because you're great at it. The problem I have with Demio is it looks both like. I of judgment, a card game nobody cared about on PlayStation, and then also um, the that Vita game that they changed the name of. That was the dungeon. The, it was the Diablo one that got canceled. I when I saw it, there was an earthquake. It doesn't matter. It looks like <laughs> it looks like a demo. That's no, nah, that's a good name for it. Would have been. It looks like a Warriors layer. That's what i of. It looks like a kind of like a tech demo kind of thing. Yeah, it kind of looks like. Hey, this is something you could do in PlayStation VR 2, but they're really mm. doing it. And I'll be interested to see if there's an audience at all for that. Blessing Eddie, Oye Jr., Forbes 3030, 30, AKA the future me. class of gaming, that's aka me. the OK Beast, aka the host of D23. What's up?
3: That's man. Uh, to make it back off of the, the VR talk, uh, for me, I I found myself during the Pacific Drive trailer, like hoping that it was VR, right? Like that's kind of how mm. I felt about the VR VR showing here, where I was like, oh yeah, certainly. There's one more thing here, right? Certainly, there's going to be something else that gets me hyped in Pacific Drive through going through the trailer thinking it was VR. I was like, oh, this looks really cool. And then realizing it's not VR, I was like, oh, all right, it's a video game then. <laughs> like, it's going to be, it's, it's, it might be all right. What up?
0: Would you like the official description from the press release? Please. Yes. Honey. That, by the way, it turns out is a pop agenda game. I didn't realize <laughs> that's what my wife's thing over there. Is. But anyway, uh, Pacific Drive is a run based first person driving survival game uh, as a true road road like mm. ah. your Ooh. only companion based out of an abandoned garage. You'll be repairing, upgrading and outfitting it to stay safe from all the dangers that surround you each excursion into the zone together with. Together, the two of you will drive deep into the surreal woods of the Pacific Northwest, chase long-forgotten mysteries, and encounter strange and dangerous anomalies, all as you make your way to the heart of the Olympic inclusion zone. Uh, Pacific Drive is going to be released on PlayStation 5 and PC in 2023. I'm so shocked that that it's not an Annapurna game. (laughs) Mm, (laughs) It just just looks like an Annapurna-type game. Um, Yeah, I do
2: think that sounds like a really neat concept. I just can't imagine how frustrating it would be getting stuck in a vehicle I, I assume they took all that into account and understand that how much of a pain in the acid is to like hit a cliff and like i gotta reverse and shit like it just that can kind of feel frustrating but i think it's a very novel and unique sounding concept we'll see if it works uh in yeah, real for me, life as, as it sounds on paper you know
0: it sounds interesting i'm not it's not for me and i'm immediately sold on it like, you know, I'm just like, okay, well, it's the first person. So I got to develop a relationship with the car, I guess. And then I got to care a lot. But then, yeah, what happens when I just roll it over when I'm just getting not, you know, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. See, the thing about this one that excites me is
1: we always talk about these showcases and like what's the purpose for them and like the could have been an email and all that stuff. And we always talk about how we're looking for the big things. We're looking for the stuff that we kind of just expect and know is going to be there, but there's always the games we didn't know about and we like yeah. when they're kind of like elevated because of it. And I think that that's what this is. Like this gives me a lot of roller dome vibes where yeah. sure roller dome spoke to me very 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 loudly. I think this did not to me, but to others out there that are like, "Oh, this is a twist on things that I'm really into." that like Andy was saying is kind of a novel uh, concept and like really makes sense for a video game. So I'm rooting for this, but more than anything, I like that PlayStation is putting that level of attention on a game like that. That is, that's a risk. It's a, yeah. a, a smaller thing. It is a riskier to even present it this way. And I just like that it. It is such they're pushing a novel idea, which is cool. This episode is brought to you by me undies. We've all heard of gut instinct, but Have you ever heard of butt instinct? It's when your butt tells you it wants new undies. Listen to your butt. Luckily, we work with MeUndies, makers of the most buttery, soft, and sustainable undies, bralettes, and socks that exist. You know that I have lived my life, MeUndies, head to toe, for the majority of the last couple years. I'm just all in on MeUndies because they are absolutely the most comfortable uh, clothes I've ever put on my body. Available in sizes extra small to 4XL. They have new colors and prints dropping weekly, so there's always something exciting to check out. You can try their free-to-join membership for free shipping on every order, and exclusive perk, like an item shipped to your door every month, secret sales, and early access to their newest stuff. MeUndies has a great offer for you guys out there. For any first-time purchasers, you get 20% off plus free shipping and returns. To get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com/kinda funny. That's MeUndies.com/kinda funny. Shout out to Shopify for sponsoring this episode. Shopify powers our very own kindoffunny.com slash store, our merch store, and we love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business, so upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere. Shopify unlocks the opportunity of your business to more people every day, every 28 seconds. An entrepreneur like you makes the first sale on Shopify. Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale. You can reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps. It's more than a store. Shopify grows with you. You can go to shopify.com kfgames, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features grow your business with shopify today go to shopify.com slash kf games right now that's s-h-o-p-i-f-y.com slash kf games all lowercase
3: yeah and i think even within those there are there are kind of tiers of those because i think when we all saw roller drone we were like oh this looks dope when we all saw seafood we were like oh this looks dope but there was one Uh, Barrett, do you remember the name of the one from the last day to play that looked a lot like a Persona-type game, and the developer was like, Oh, I played Persona, then I quit my job to make this game, well, I don't remember, but... I wanna say it was, like, Eternal something? Etern something? Eternites, I think. Eternites? Okay, yeah, we saw that, and that's one where, you know, I don't think that's gonna have the same reception or the same, like, everybody's coming out to play it in the way that roller drone or sifu might but you know i think the mean bear of the world maybe the Gregs of the world and then that pocket of people are going to come through and support it right And like, i kind of put that on at almost a different tier than the seafoods and i look at the um, uh pacific drive and i kind of put it in that same tier of i don't know if that's going to have a splash but i think the people that might play it might have a good time with it because it is such a, a, a unique and interesting concept um my thing with it is seeing the <clears throat> seeing the gameplay uh, of it I wasn't immediately drawn in I wasn't immediately blown away you reading through the the description of it Greg I'm like okay yeah. I could see it's I can, I can see yeah it's a it's a roguelike <laughs> but also a road like and as uh, clever yeah. but also like I I, that sounds like something. This is me trying to push VR a developers, not trying to make a VR game. But like that also sounds like something where I'm like, oh, that could have been a really cool novel uh, VR game there. And so like in a state of pl- in a state of play where you advertise VR, I would have I would have wished that they could have maybe presented it slightly differently to not have the, the, uh, that confusion in there. But also speaking of VR, though, I wanted to loop it back and ask uh, Greg, do you think that there's more planned for PlayStation VR, like a big blowout? Because now we're in we're in September, we're in mid September uh for the past few years we've had a bigger playstation showcase happening in september that's not a state of play right that's just the straight up here are all our big hitters as playstation now that we're getting this right now where do you where do you land in terms of what's going on with that are we going to get that but then also are we going to get a vr thing
0: i don't think you're gonna get the showcase uh, I, I don't think it happens this year. I, I you know I, We've talked about that, and that's come up a few times on PSLV and stuff like that, and we've gone around with it. I think you would have, this. this serves that purpose, and not to the point of like, hey, here's the banger, here's the thing, here's the stuff. I just feel like they're in an interesting spot this year with God of War Ragnarok launching in November. I think that's later in the year than usual, and I think it is a game that you want to drive all eyes at because it's going to move fucking units, right? And so ending the sh- state of play with it, announcing the controller, showing a a, a sizable look at like the breadth of content you're going to get from it, I think you ride that and you keep that momentum going for the next two months to get it out and to get it launched. And then I think PlayStation VR, I don't think you talk about until spring next year. And I know they're talking about it being early next year for release in 2023, right? Isn't that what they said? Have they said first half or they just say early?
3: I uh i think they said spring
0: spring did they say spring yeah. Except, i think yeah i think january if you come back and maybe even early february you let the world wake up from the traditional christmas hangover everybody coming back to work after all the holidays maybe even yeah get through january and do something in february that is like hey Boom, here it is. Uh, you know, I always go back to, and it's old, in its old way of thinking, we don't exist in that world necessarily, but remember, like, PlayStation used to use GDC as a big launch event for a lot of things, whether it was announcements of things like PlayStation Move or the announcement of something like Little Big Planet and SingStar and when they were doing like Game 3.0 that uh, Phil Harrison was all about, I could see them doing something there, whether that is the, I guess, at that point, you're talking about what GDC is february march usually march but i, th- I think they might have moved it around because it's always running to pax east now maybe you could use it there in terms of a uh, hands-on for press or whatever but also uh hey this is when we're actually announcing the fi- or finalizing the date you do a big press event that is a thing of that i think you do something anyways early next year to yeah. be like here it is and here's what the games look like and here's what the launch lineup is
1: they're in an interesting place with psvr2 i think where they've kind of said everything that they have to right now that like sure. we we aren't guessing is it coming this year or not it's like we know it's not we know it's early or we know it's next year we imagine it's early next year i think that they're doing a good job right now of just kind of being like hey games you've heard of they're gonna be there hey there's some new experiences we're working on we already know they're big heavy hitters with things like horizon and stuff and i think you're right that yeah we're gonna get more of like a i wouldn't be surprised if we got a playstation vr showcase sometime in early 2023 yeah so not even state to play Branding, well, them even acknowledging that, like, no, this is a bigger deal, and we're gonna try to like blow it out. And hopefully that would include just banger after banger, really sell the damn thing of like, hey, every VR game you guys have heard of the last five years, you should be playing them on PSVR too. It's the way to get into it. And we also have Half-Life Alex, and we also have XYZ, and then a couple announcements for further down the line things like. Like the way that uh, during the PlayStation Showcase last time we got Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine where it's like they're out there, but like they're exciting things. I feel like that's what PSVR 2 really has to have is like
2: the the now then forever type um, promotion. And okay. you can only watch it on PSVR 1. That's that you can only watch that <laughs> showcase. This is for PSVR. dedicated fans.
3: <laughs> Double checking, I mean, they did say on their Instagram it's coming early 2023.
2: I am super worried about. How it's gonna hit? I just I I feel like aside from Call of the Wild, is that what it's called? Call, Call the Mountain. Mountain. Called. Oh, I'm thinking Call of the Wild Man. That was a different like uh, animal planet show. Aside from Call of the Mountain, I just don't really see what the lore is gonna be. Like, how are they gonna hook people that aren't interested in Horizon? Or is that something that you go, well, I'm just super stoked about VR. I guess I'll get that game from the IP. I don't really care a whole lot about because it is the biggest attraction. It is that sort of killer app, if you will.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. Over I, here I,
0: in the chat, I think you know. Again, we could always be wrong, and I always love being wrong, and whatever. But I think we got a zombie X thirty two kind of situation going over here, where CJ says. They're going to open pre-orders for PSVR 2 this year, which is going to follow a showcase. They aren't going to wait until next year, IMO. As always, I will remind you that, guess what? PlayStation is saying spring. Saying spring, right? Guess what, everybody? When somebody says that in the video game world, they aren't thinking what you think of spring or February and March. March (laughs) 20th through June 21st is spring. I assure you, they will not be opening pre-orders for PlayStation VR 2 this year. Take it to the bank. Wow now let's jump off that i know we're we're talking about the uh the state of play we
1: just watched and i definitely want to get more into certain games i want to get andy's opinion on some of the the rise of the Ronin stuff and as well but big picture we just got the state of play it was announced yesterday it happened here we didn't necessarily expect it we have been expecting a playstation showcase we know the last of us just came out we have god of war imminent i got all my business calls i know that people are running away from god of war We got to understand what the rest of this year looks like. We now know that Breath of the Wild 2 is now titled Tears of the Kingdom, and it's in May next year. So we're starting to get a cool, that's another game people might want to avoid. They set the the flag down there, go from there. Do we get a PlayStation Showcase in
0: 2022? I still say no. Still say
1: no. So you've been saying no.
0: I said no in this episode about five minutes ago. Okay.
3: Yeah, and I think like based on I think Tim went to the bathroom, but based off of, oh yeah, uh, I'm sorry I'm so,
0: I was delivering to the camera. Yeah, Tim, I don't I think it's I was saying I think it's too late. I think that. would have been the time for it this you know september area that they're usually in and again i'm talking completely out of my ass i have no idea what's going on on playstation they could easily prove me wrong but i think with god of war being november and being late in the year you don't want to get in the way of what that hype train is and i think coming out and being like as you always talk about the next wave of playstation exclusives tim i just think you get in the way of it and you muddy the message to come out and be like let's talk about ghost 2 let's talk about last of us multiplayer let's talk about why not let it ride get god of war out because it's gonna do fucking fine it's gonna do phenomenal on its own then if anything game awards guess what we're we all sitting in the audience we're all watching from uh, the studio god bless it october 14th everybody we're moving in uh we're all watching having a great time having a few beers and then you know uh, world premiere and it goes dark and it's sie it's the naughty dog logo Bloodborne, and it's, it's shoes on asphalt, and then it's and then we, you know, it is Last of Us multiplayer, and we see what that oh, is. And then you meant you get shoes. Sh- I thought you meant shoe hey <laughs> run it in, <laughs> yeah. I thought, dude, I wish they put shoe in more trailers for no reason. He's like, all right, I've come to bring you the news about PlayStation's next exclusive. Thanks, you No, I think you do that, and then ne- again next year maybe come out and do something about it. I-, I, could totally be wrong. I have been wrong all the time. I don't know, but I just feel I- like. Good. I think you nailed it.
1: I think what you just said is is absolutely correct at this point where it's like, yeah, cool, clearly God of War. I mean, we've already known it's their big thing, but even them ending on it in this state of play. And in our opinions, that working, being a good call from them, it's like, great, this year we're done. We understand what the the rest of it's going to look like. So sometime early next year would be really cool. And unfortunately, it might not be early next year. It might be whatever that uh, E3 Game Fest time frame is for PlayStation uh, next year they can have their big showcase of what the next phase of PlayStation looks like. But Game Awards is an interesting place for them where traditionally they do make some announcement and we imagine that that will be far enough away from God of War that they'll want to say something Greg, I think you're right. You're onto something with Last of Us Factions, multiplayer, whatever it ends up being. Because what about shoe running?
0: <laughs> the
1: shoe running to open the trailer? <laughs> Maybe. 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 We're not
0: counting that out. See your yeah. shoes on the pavement? I guess I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. Shoes on, shoes on the pavement. Shoes on the pavement. <laughs> so we'll
1: have to see. But I think that's a good bet. But Andy and Bless, let's start with you, Andy. What do you think we see at Game Awards from Sony?
2: I mean, I think factions is a very, very safe bet. I think Keeley knows what the audience has been yearning for and kind of I, I think Keeley is just so in tune with the gaming community as opposed to a lot of a lot of the other bigger uh, corporations that kind of put out these showcases and stuff like that. I think Keeley has his ear on the pulse his fingers on the pulse now his ears on the pavement fingers on the pulse shoes yeah. there as well standing on the pavement with him <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah. yeah just keep it all together everybody keep uh, try to stay stay on track um yeah i think last of us factions is a definite thing i am also just really interested i'm not trying to do bloodborne on pc i'm not trying to like keep on tooting that horn right but toot, toot. i do think we will eventually get some sort of PlayStation PC thing in lo- uh, kind of what you were mentioning, Tim, having it be like a VR blowout. I would, I wouldn't be surprised if we got a not State of Play branded thing showcase or whatever, but a kind of PlayStation on PC. Here is really kind of the PlayStation on PC sh- the next Launching. year and beyond of what we're seeing of what we're planning. Um, I think them just putting a branding on it. I think them having a website on for it kind of really legitimizes that branding. And I, I, not to say that we see that at Game Awards, but I do think that is something we could see maybe at the start of next year, like February or March of next year.
1: I don't see that happening, but it's an interesting idea. I I do think that there's value to that, but I think that there's just not going to be enough games for them to be able to talk about for that. So it's going to be more like it'll show up in State of Plays here or there, or blog posts, like I think most of these have sure. been, right? But well, that, well, it would be cool I, if they did.
2: I think we mentioned it on a games cast from a couple of weeks ago. Um I think actually, Tim, you may not have been there because I think it was the Last of Us review. Um We talked about how we would not be surprised if at the beginning of next year or sometime soon we got the Last of Us bundle pack coming mm-hmm. to PC on this date. So I think that's something that could be advertised but also you know just what does the nvidia leak say Where's <laughs> bloodborne where's helldivers 2
3: <laughs> where's on.
2: helldivers 2
0: exactly where's helldivers 2 great
3: is helldivers 2. i don't know
0: what do you everybody? think i think they're working on it and they're not ready to put it out yet <laughs> i think that's for sure that arrowhead's doing that but they may they're making funny TikToks and jokes about it over there they know what's happening but i want it real bad and i also I don't
2: want expect so it. bad i don't expect anything from naughty dog like in for a long time
3: a I I, about I don't expect it this year. I, well, like, not well,
2: not not Last of Us related.
3: Okay. For for factions at this point, I, I'm I'm thinking I'm looking for, uh, forward to hearing more in 2023 because that was the last thing that um, uh, Neil left us with at the. Um, Summer game fest uh kickoff thing right with jeff keely where he said hey you will hear a lot more about factions in 2023 which of course doesn't erase the idea of, of us getting a little thing in 2022 but in a world where there's not a playstation showcase i don't know if i'm expecting them to find a stage to put that when they can't just do the big blowout then um as far as like what we could see this december and game award season i think it's very interesting because uh for me this state of play was the one that killed hope for a PlayStation showcase in 2022 but that doesn't mean that we couldn't get a state of play in December as well as like getting game award stuff right like I don't think PlayStation shies away from doing a, um like a stream in December to, to uh to announce stuff and for a 2023 that is looking a bit barren as far as playstation first party stuff i think there's a lot uh, for them to talk about and there's some that uh, they need a place to package at least uh some of those things and so i could see it being spider-man 2 i could see that showing up at a game award stage or a state of play uh, play thing in, in december because that is slated for next year i could see us getting maybe one or two more first-party announcements but that as far as what those are you know it's up in the air maybe it is a multiplayer thing because they have so many multiplayer things in the works that i'm sure at some point they want to get out um maybe it's a thing from bungie maybe it's uh maybe we can we, we can finally get a ghost shima 2 t- teaser i like I, I feel like we can get something in that realm but not too many of those at this point
2: and and i also can't say that this is like only playstation exclusive obviously but with PlayStation owning uh, a decent amount of FromSoft now, I can kind of lump it into this category, Tim, that I think it's like a sh- uh, an immediate, like, fucking, mark that shit down, we're getting Elden Ring DLC at Game Awards. Wow. Guaranteed. Um, pizza bet, all of you. I like, I like I that agree. prediction. I'm not going to bet you on that. I'm not going to bet you on that. Guaranteed. Yeah, pizza bet? Right. You don't want pizza or one? i mean i want pizza i'll just buy, the, we to buy pizza i don't want to lose the pizza i think you gotta go what if this friction. whole time i just thought pizza bet was like well we're just not gonna go get pizza together we're gonna go get
3: pizza. <laughs> yeah plus it's
1: interesting you bring it up that um uh there's not too much playstation first party stuff and that's true and i think that's why i expect to get a lot more of it like a lot of announcements of it sometime next year like because remember with the showcases like we've had two of them now right i think it's yeah. just two and both of them had a handful of like, oh shit, big announcements like ranging from the next Gran Turismo, the next Ratchet and Clank, Horizon, Spider Man, God of War, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's like getting that next phase of them is really exciting. But PlayStation's been making a lot of deals with like the, the exclusivity side of things, right? So we we see it with uh, Square specifically. We got Forspoken, we have Final Fantasy 16, we have Final Fantasy 7 remake winter next year. We now know winter this year for crisis core means december so i don't think that rebirth is going to hit next december but following their logic of how they're using those words it could so like there's a lot of actual exclusive console games on playstation uh but you're right they're not first party and i think that that is potentially extremely exciting when you add those third-party titles to the inevitable to be announced titles from all the teams that we haven't heard from since their last game which at this point in some cases has been a couple of
3: years yeah because i think no matter what you can expect at least multiple releases from playstation first party if history is to go by right like when was the last time that we got one to zero uh, releases from first party, right? If you look at year one of the PS4, or I guess uh, 20, if you look at 2021, right? Like we got Returnal earlier in the year, we got Ratchet, and then Deathloop being the, ex- the exclusive non first party thing, right? This year we've gotten uh, Horizon Forbidden West along with God of War Ragnarok. If we're following that kind of trend, again, like, you know, Spider Man 2 currently slated for next year, I would think that we get at least one or two other things. And using Returnal as an example, PlayStation is down to. I think run the spectrum in terms of like the size and scope of what first party means to them, right? Returnal isn't a God of war, but Returnal is still that's PlayStation first party. And that still hits like something that is really important to them and something that's really important to the audience. And so I, again, I could see it being a range of things. I could see it being, Hey, Spider-Man two in the fall, but in the, Okay, I, this might be too early in the spring, but use it as, as an example, right? What if we get a Haven Studios game? Because that's still up in the air in terms of what that is. Or what is Deviation Studio working on? I'm one so the one so far of the... away from a Haven Studio <laughs> game. Don't even dream about it. <laughs> I want it, though. But like, one of the studios that PlayStation is, like, partnering with uh, to make a first-party game. I could see one of those smaller-scoped games possibly coming out sooner than later.
2: Bluepoint. What are they, you know, what's up there? What are they doing? What are they doing? Bloodborne card. Like,
1: I imagine we're gonna get something next year, right? Like, There is a slate, of first party or close uh, studios to PlayStation that we just are waiting for what they're about to announce. So I imagine that we're going to have to get some answers soon. But from that, we have some answers. Spider-Man 2 slated for next year from Insomniac. Do we think it
0: happens? Do we we think we get Spider-Man 2 next year? I do. I think think Insomniac is like that kind of studio now where they're like, we said it and we're going to do it and we're going to make it. Paint me the,
1: the marketing strategy from here till release of Spider-Man 2. Shoe pavement. <laughs> <laughs> what events is it
0: at? What date does it end up hitting? I think you're at, I think they get something at, well, <laughs> my knee-jerk reaction would be you put something at Game Awards. But if you are, if we are going to do a PlayStation showcase showcase, uh, in early part of next year to talk about what the future of playstation 5 is and playstation vr 2 is i would say then you put it there for sure so you can't double dip and have it at both places so i would say you announce last of us multiplayer at game awards and and actually show something and then at spider-man's big debut is he is basically the headliner of whatever the playstation showcase is setting the stage for the next phase of playstation games um from there right it's gonna be at uh, well if they do something e3 related it would be or you know e3 timing it would be somewhere in there but i could also see it just being well d23 as it is as we've seen is more September i think it's also important to keep in mind greg that we've already been re-
2: this game has already been revealed it's not like mm-hmm. it's kind of strongly rumored and we know it exists like it's been shown off and you in gotta some start it has today. the
0: actual marketing train yeah
2: yeah for sure i think like uh, at this point it's more of like how many times can you show off a gameplay trailer and Deathloop proved at least 12 times, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> so it could range anywhere from, like, we see it three times in the next year or 10 times, you know, depending on how crazy they get. I don't it. think but they're going to
0: overdo it like that. I think it'll be, if anything, you see the same trailer a couple of times at different things. But I would say, like, you f- you, as even we watch it here, like, this is a great tease trailer. This isn't actually showing us anything about the game, right? right? So and we, we know it's do have gonna to start sell getting into that. Yeah. I would think you do the beginning of the year event to reconfirm 2023 or at least get hype some kind of gameplay thing in the summer uh, area. And then, yeah, you're releasing in the fall. Um, there is no D23 next year. It's oh, every other year event. That makes it easier then. Uh, releasing in the fall. I would think. Blessings changing his calendar. Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
3: didn't, I didn't realize that. I got to delete that. <laughs> I to say then.
0: late September 2023. Bless, wow. you your Hand raised.
3: Yeah, I think thinking about where Spider-Man 2 is going to land next year puts the, makes this conversation interesting because I would also think we get last as multiplayer next year. I think it's time. You know, if they're going to do the big blowout, blowout, then I think you also re- release it shortly after. Um, but it's hard for me Here's to imagine my thing is I
0: don't think you get it next year. You don't think so? Nah. Why? Just being spicy because I'd be like, uh-huh. I feel yeah, like that. Said is, we would
4: hear more about it next year. I think though. you
0: hear more about it, and you we find yeah, learn I mean, what it is kind of thing. But yeah, I don't. I I could easily see doing that being a game also. that keeps getting kicked. That's a can that keeps getting kicked down the road.
3: Yeah, I think. I I could I I would hope you see it you get it next year and I think you could get it next year. Um, and was it not and, been kicked enough? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's just been kicked. They what? What was the last time they? Well, when did they announce it? Because they announced it before Last Part Two even came out, like the right. year before, when they were talking about, oh yeah, we're not gonna have multiplayer, but don't worry, we're gonna have a multi- we're gonna have a multiplayer thing coming sometime down the line. I think after however many years it's been um hopefully start getting close to that and then doing it at them rate re-debuting it at jeff keeley's thing and then talking about how yeah you're gonna hear a lot more next year i think that might hint to okay it could come out next year and that being the case right i think that could help fill in the gap of all right what are the playstation first party things if it is last fact last factions and then also spider-man 2 I think that's a dope year especially in a year that also has for sure 7 remake uh, remake part 2 um for spoken and all the other PlayStation first um partnered stuff that they have exclusive coming to the platform Street Fighter 6 as well um which I guess isn't exclusive but you know you do associate with PlayStation so that being said do we get both those the same fall? I think that's possible because this fall we're getting Last of Us Part 1 and God of War Ragnarok, right? That's not something that PlayStation oh. shies away from. <sighs> well, you don't count Last of Us Part 1 as PlayStation first party? No,
0: I do not count that in the same uh, caliber and but lead as Last of Us multiplayer and Spider-Man 2. Two brand new PlayStation 5 experiences. But PlayStation constant. Feel- that no they yeah, don't I, they they know they'll sit there with they, they'll sit there yeah. and they'll smile but they're they, but they're, they're charging 70 dollars for eyes. this thing they think it's a new, <laughs> with brand new shoe game. laid out on the pavement dude.
2: behind them all <laughs> 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 right they i know think what that, they're
1: doing to them i mean like obviously to people new things are more exciting than old things but it's like i think that they are going like last of us multiplayer i think is lesser than last of us in the same way that last of us part one remake is lesser than a new game. But it's like I do think that they are more similar than different categories. When like Last of Us: Factions is simply not on the same caliber as Last of Us Three, you know. For sure. And yes. I, I don't know that it's necessarily the same thing as the a remake of Last of Us Part One, but I do think in terms of like it is a full price title. I mean, we don't even know that yet
2: <laughs> about yeah. what yeah. Factions is going to be free to play. So, my, I my, so? my,
3: I think it'll be some form. I could see that free to play. I, I think it's gonna be it PlayStation yeah. Plus. That's my my prediction. Mm. Um. Mm. But that said, right? How do you lay that stuff out? I could see it being what if we can get and this is me dreaming if we can get Us factions. Let's say summer. We can get Spider Man two. Let's say September, October, and then Final Fantasy seven remake sometime December. That's like that's a good flow of games right there, and I yeah. think I think that's somewhat feasible. So that's my That'd prediction. That'd be amazing.
1: Going back games, man. to what we saw today, stay to play, Andy. I want to talk to you about.
2: Um, Stellar Blade and Rise of the Ronin. Woo, sure, yeah. Uh, I mean, Stellar Blade, I think, was one of those games that immediately impressed us when we first saw it shown off, and hearing that it was a brand new studio out of Korea, yeah. I, th- I, I think it's like maybe their first game that they're working on. So kind Shift of like, what did you
1: say? Shift Up Shift is the up. name of the studio.
2: It honestly, I got a lot of vibes of Bright Memory Infant from the first time we saw that game. We we're like, wow, one person is making this. This is a, a brand new studio making this really, really, uh, I guess, just impressively uh, on the visual side of things game. How's it going to hold up gameplay wise? Um, I know that there were a lot of like frame rate issues when we first saw that trailer, but I thought this was a pretty cool showing um we got more of what the actual world is gonna be i thought the action looked pretty awesome but noticeable frame rate issues uh as well in this trailer i don't know it just seems like they kind of have a really really dope concept and they're leaning in completely into it it's going to be anime as all fuck, and uh yeah i'm hoping to get a lot of dodges and parries i think blessing <laughs> a lot of vibes of near in this game and so did i it's going to be that sort of high action action slash sort of game that we are used to and that we all kind of know and love
3: i'm trying to find the original trailer because the original project eve trailer also gave me like near vibes it felt like near almost uh meets metal gear uh type style uh but like the first area where they're showing the combat in the original project eve trailer i was like dude this looks like the original area in in near when you land and start getting into fights um i think it's a I, I think it's a good looking game I think the style is dope again I think the soundtrack uh sounds dope uh and yeah like it being this game from a developer that we're, we haven't really heard uh, much about right like it puts it in two places right it puts me it puts it in the place of is it gonna be good when it comes out like is it actually gonna li- live up right like when you see those games like this and Liza P I'm both I'm like all these games look dope as fuck. hopefully they actually stick the landing yeah uh, but it also puts it in the place of if this does hit man oh man does this put this developer in a place where they they can then be um become a name that we talk about and mm-hmm. remember can he put out uh, dope things but like you know looking at this trailer there's a lot of really great stylistic things you saw the the big gun that um just kept getting bigger that he was talking about <laughs> <So> <laughs> looks just kept really extending dope. but like yeah. this guy right here is what i was talking about i was like this reminds me of like a from software thing because this guy looks like he could have been pulled out of Sekiro or something it's like the yeah. old, audio listeners is like the old man sitting with like kind of like it, i had
2: the same thought
3: yeah like kinda, he looks like he's like missing some like textures but also his beard looks really defined um i guess not missing textures but like he he looks not non-human almost right like there's like is there's like not much life in there almost like there's like mechanical life in there i don't know but he looks cool
2: um uh, on their website i think is like the best place to get A lot of uh, their screenshots obviously the screenshots are going to be rendered on PC at the highest fidelity possible like the visuals in this game are absolutely stunning I think pulling that off in the trailer may be a little bit tougher to do just because there's so much going on and they are going all out with their particle effects but yeah holy shit this game just has a really really dope art direction um, and I'm super stoked on it rise of the Ronin is one Woo! that I think reminded me immediately of Sekiro. Just kind of seeing uh, the movement of it, having the gun on the end of the sword, and kind of playing around with uh, getting inventive with fighting styles. Um, I I don't know. I just think this game kind of immediately hooked me, and I it's something I'm gonna want to definitely try out. Um, I like yeah, that. It's I'm not, super in.
3: I like that it's not Neo, Also, I like that they're doing a, a, a brand new thing because. You know, I I, I know Neil has a pretty hardcore fan base, and like that's not this isn't like a me hating on Neil moment, but as Neil is one sounds where like it's about to be. I I personally tried it out, and I'm I've, for whatever reason i have not been able to click with it. Uh, but I've always wanted to get into one of these like Team Ninja like modern uh, modern games, because like again the, the fan base goes uh, real hard for him. Uh, and so this being a new a new IP to jump into and try excites me as somebody who's like, if it was a Neo 3, I'd be like, okay, cool, more for the Neo folks. Uh, I think this is going to be an opportunity for, like, people like me, and, I've, and I forget if you're a Neo person, but, like, maybe people like Andy to hop in uh, and maybe have fun with it.
2: I've never been a Neo uh, fan, only because I've never tried it. Everybody always wants me to, just because of our love for FromSoft games. But, yeah, I think my I think my main problem with it so far, I think on when we see Wolong Fallen Destiny, uh, Fallen Dynasty, rather, um, This game is called Rise of the Ronin, and on Wikipedia, it says it's called Rise of the Ronin Fallen Dynasty. I don't think that that's true. I think maybe Wikipedia has these titles sort of mixed up. But seeing Wolong Fallen Dynasty and how that game has a lot of fantasy elements, and this game is kind of pushing for a lot of similar vibes... I think the problem here is going to be, this is the same developer, how do we differentiate these titles? Was there not a meeting that somebody missed where they realized that they were making two very similar style games, you know? Um, I think that's maybe the bigger issue with uh, this game as it starts to come out, because they both come out in 2023, Rise of the Roanfall and Dynasty and Wolong, uh, which is the one that we saw at the Xbox conference. Also coming to PlayStation 4 and 5 though, Um,
3: What if it's a Pokemon Blue, Pokemon Red situation? That's exactly what I was (laughs) going to say. Uh,
2: Yeah, it does seem like this one is exclusive to uh, PlayStation on console, and it will be on PC as well. But um, yeah, I think that's going to be the bigger issue. How do you sort of differentiate that uh, enough? And it looks like Wolong is going to be a lot more uh, fantasy-adjacent folklore and and mythology, Uh, and this one is maybe taking a more realistic side of things. But... People, people uh, are chat, mentioning ch-
0: that. Yeah, chats well, popping off saying uh, Ronan is 2024, but I don't know yeah. where they're finding that. I'm on the oh, okay. It was, it was in the oh, it, was it was in the it? trailer. Oh, but it I'm it? Also, oh, shit. Okay. I'm Wikipedia. looking at the same Wikipedia that
3: Andy's it. looking at, and yeah, that Wikipedia is just like all sorts of uh, yeah. messed up. Not there. It just... is.
2: Thank you very much. Chad. Yeah. All right, good to
0: know. A year apart, then that's how you tell it apart. They, 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 I they was never a Neo guy either. This looks really cool. This looks really cool. I like the setting a lot. I like the gunplay. I like the swordplay. I'm I'm interested to know more about that. Hundred percent.
1: Any closing thoughts on state of play?
4: My boy Hondo um, is back in the Star Wars uh, <laughs> Edge of the Galaxy Adventure Tales, whatever that VR game What's was. What's his name? Hondo. Hondo uh he's a character from star wars the clone wars star wars rebels he's the uh one of the people that you uh when you go on the millennium falcon ride at galaxy's edge he's like kind of your host on he's that the ride guy well. fucking
2: yeah the animatronic
4: yeah. guy yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he's just, the one who looks like greg he's a yeah exactly he's a pirate with a heart of gold and i love him so much and i just love that he's getting more uh more time whether it's in a video game or at galaxy's edge
2: was he in the, he the ride because of the Hondo. show,
4: or was he in the show because of the ride? Which came first? Uh, well, show Clone first. Wars started back oh. in 2008, so I'm going to say the, the, he was in the ride because of the show. Got gotcha.
3: you. Uh, we didn't talk about Sin Duality at all. <laughs> Shout out to Sin Duality. <laughs> I <laughs> want to call out... It was the one game we didn't talk about.
0: It just sounds like a Kojima tech phrase that he created.
3: <laughs> the blog, the
0: PlayStation blog's been putting up so much stuff on all these games, obviously. We've been going. I dropped a whole bunch of notes for Like a Dragon in there. Uh, the one I like, though, is this one. Uh, but that's not all. It wouldn't be an RGG Studio title without especially absurd heat actions. Summon a tiger to maul your foes. Shove pickled plums down your enemies' throats. And wheel the whole cannon to blow, to blow down opponents. The heat actions in Inchin will leave you itching to uncover new moves at every stage of the game i mean i would played. i reviewed a bunch of yakuza and then so i kind of burned out on it and i am this will be the one that brings me back i am back for like a dragon edition
2: that sounds like the preferred edition. murderer uh method for the Grabler, shoving plum slums <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what sold, i mean that's what it's all
0: about <laughs> but then they're going in here and uh,
4: having the gun having the play wait so is this the like a dragon uh sequel that was like kind of rumored, or, or that was shown on computer screens a couple months ago. I'm confused. I mean, <laughs> it's, a like,
0: it's an entry like in the dra- like, like a dragon one, so yeah. probably. Okay. Okay. Well, th- okay. go for it, plus.
3: Oh, I was, I was gonna mention because you you're talking about like final thoughts. Uh, I was gonna say I, before the we did the live reacts, I mentioned that like. You know, the last state of play I thought was a banger. Before that, we've gotten a lot of eh state of plays, uh, which put my uh, hype levels at, like, a medium. And I'll say I think the state of play absolutely met that. I think this is a very – it was a <clears throat> good, not amazing state of play, but also not a bad yeah. one. Like, I think we all pretty much had a pretty decent time with it, and so uh, I, I, I think I, they're finding their footing with it.
0: I think you're right there. On the kind of funny scale, I would give this a, a 3 out of 10. I think this is okay moving out of towards – I oh, see. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Three out of uh, five, move uh, an okay moving towards uh, amazing, but I don't think it's, or yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a three to- moving towards a four rather than three moving towards a two, like I'm always talking about. I had fun. I think there's a lot of interesting games here. And not well i mean it's 10 games right but I, as i said i'm walking away uh hyped for three of them where i'm like oh i want to know more about that i had a great time with all that i i really enjoyed what i saw there uh real quick to the chat is pointing out that no this is not the like a dragon sequel uh this is a spin-off that never came uh, west so obviously gotcha. they said it was rebuilt from the ground up or whatever but it's not what that one is i had a lot of fun with you guys today of course the discussion yeah. and uh, a bunch of these games yeah it was great
1: yeah three out of five for me for sure as well uh Everyone, thanks for hanging out with us today. This has been fantastic. But patreon.com slash kind of funny game supporters. You get the exclusive post show we're about to do. It's kind of beauty for everyone else. I love you. Goodbye.